All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Previously on All Things Unexplained. We've got Gary Arnold here with us. He is the pioneer on electric voice phenomenon. When it comes to something interacting with you, invisible beings, all right, who, uh, who claim to be aliens, they also say they exist in uh, all dimensions, and that they're everywhere and they're watching all of us. Because I have all the messages on my phone, and, and this is a wonderful thing. It's that make and model, same make and model. All right, it's the Alcatel. All right, uh, 205G, the A205G. So if your audience wants to go out and buy them, hey, on eBay, five bucks. Right? <laughs> They're cheap. Um, <laughs> now yeah, maybe there'll be a surge in price if a lot of people start getting the same results. But you don't have to have the phone network enabled or anything to record these these uh, ethereal messages. Um, I only have one that actually I can call with. The others are, you know, they're, they're there, but the digital recorder is still functional. Just because it's not network enabled, so you can, you know, send it to people, it doesn't mean you can't record. Um, yeah, I could talk for hours. Honestly, I really could. But I just want to really emphasize that that my my uh, documentary is is just, you know, it's an Less than the price of a, a McDonald's Happy Meal on purpose. I'm not looking to make a profit. I, oh, yeah. I'm not looking to make a profit like this. I, I think the message is more important. There's no CGI stuff. I'm not into fancy special effects. That distracts from... I, I, the only thing that's a special effect in the whole thing is I had this purple lightning bolt that was for free that uh, you know I, I pulled from the internet. You know, one of those free publicies. <laughs> so I incorporated that into there, sure. and I have my own band song at the end. You know, because I used to be in a band. And the, the weird thing is, you go back into the mid '90s, the song that I had that was on some of the local radio stations uh, was called "Ghosts of a Bygone Day." And I wrote and, and sing the song, and we got it on a couple oh, of radio wow. stations. Now, coincidence, who knows? I mean, but here I am, you know, 25 years later, 26 years later, and I'm like, next week, I'm actually being interviewed by that radio station that, uh, that played the song back then. So they're having me on as their morning guest at 98 Rock out of Baltimore. So and it's like, you know, it, it's crazy. It's crazy how things in life go. But... Do I feel that I was destined for this? It's quite possible somewhere out there that you know, things are, you know, inevitable. That you know that's that's where you're going to be, and that's what you're going to be doing. I, if somebody had told me four years ago I'd be on a conversation like this, I would absolutely have laughed and rolled around on the floor, and then probably cried afterwards. Because once you once it sinks in that, that this is the real deal, this is so crazy. Um, I I. I my brother um, and my sister, uh, two younger siblings, they're successful. Um, uh, they own franchises, uh, so uh, and, and they 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 they've seen the evolution of what I've been talking about. At first, they were skeptical, but people have come around as the evidence, as a professional forensic team has given me the reports. 
people are in it. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, uh, I never thought this was real. And I said, hey, you know, hey, hey sometimes like I said, I'm able to compartmentalize. And I make I make things uh, like uh, the one clip I told you about, about my wife's name. And I renamed the clip. And I have the original, of course. But I renamed the clip because her name's Ancha. I renamed the clip Ancha Glad to See Me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only great. way to deal with things sometimes is to have a sense of humor. Yeah. But I, I could talk and talk. Gary, let me yeah. let me ask you something. Yes, please. Do you think these entities know that you're recording them? Yes, absolutely. They want. They actually, I asked them about this film. They they want it. They they said they're down with it. Sometimes, oh, they, yeah, they said they, they wanted I me see. to do the documentary, and they, 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 so. I'm like, okay. So I got their blessing. Um, I compare the whole experience to in other interviews I've had. Is I'm sure you're familiar with Dr. Seuss and mm-hmm. Horton Hears the Who. The Horton hit the big elephant in the jungle mm-hmm. with his big ears. He's able to hear on the little speck of dust. He's able to hear a whole community, a whole world, microcosm of, of beings the who, who live on this microscopic uh, bit of dust. He's the only one who can hear it. Everybody else in the jungle thinks he's crazy. Or all the other animals. But they're going to... It's a great Yeah, image. but you know, that I feel like that elephant that I'm trying yeah. to tell a disbelieving world that something absolutely incredible. Guess what? Paradigm shifting. If people can come to a realization of I can show the evidence, the compelling, more than compelling evidence I have, all right, that something's going on here, that we are not alone. That means one of the big questions in life has been answered. And the one is right. what's it like what's it like when we die? That's that's the big one. But the other one is are we alone? Mm-hmm. And here we are. Even if now again, even if these entities, you know, in their realm, and they say they say they watch all of us. I have the clips where they say they watch, that we, our species, we are being watched, uh, and and everything. I'm talking about uh, the littlest things you think, and, it, and you start to read like in the Bible, and you start to think, okay, uh, are these like the beings, the angels that report to God, saying, here's this person, they were such a sinner, or you know, whatever. And you can't hide the can't hide the truth, kind of thing. Um, they let me use another example. Uh, you know about the pandemic, obviously we're having. Well, about about eleven months yes. ago, we you know my my kids kids are in school, but the school you know they, they have the they don't have in person classes, but uh, they were giving out food, so we were waiting in line, and and, and I'm sitting in my van with the kids. Um, so we could get the whole community to pick up a, a box full of food that the school had, right? Well, I get this this ear ringing while I'm sitting there behind the wheel in the van. The kids are in the van with me, and I'm like, uh, and I try to make a joke. I said, I guess I better take this call, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I push record. All right, on playback, the voice, in an accusing turn, turn way, said, "They don't use the food." Okay, so I'm like I'm like flummoxed. I'm thinking, what the heck? We're here. We're picking up this food, and this was like every week they were giving out food. So this was like like the fourth time into it um, that we were getting some free food. And uh, what we didn't have, we 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 didn't eat all of it. So we gave some to my parents you know, around the block. Here's some extra rice and stuff. Anyhow, I went home because working from home at the time, my my wife was there, and I said. You know, the worst thing is to be accused by beings we can't even see that we're wasting food here. And I played it for her, and she said, you know, we, we are giving food to your parents. Are they using it? And I found out my parents were throwing it in the trash. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, uh, hmm, that solves that mystery. <laughs> yeah, but the, they but do. The idea, 
Yeah, well, and and the idea the idea is that even something like that, it would be trivial, unimportant to most people. They're they're interacting on that level, not just the names of animals, not just you know my nicknames for my siblings. I have the recordings of them saying the nicknames, uh, not just uh, politics, which I could go down that path. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, um, about sixteen months before the pandemic. Or should I say before the uh, the election, um, there were uh, messages that we received. My wife was with me. Um, one is makes it hell for voting, and it was, this is like you know, several words. We're not just talking about one or two little words. This is an actual sentence um, in anticipation that there's something coming. Now at the time, I thought, well, what's, what, what makes it? Yeah, what makes oh, it yeah. hell for voting? You know, at the time, it's it's, it's summertime. There's no pandemic. And yet, um, you know, this is pre pre uh, COVID, pre pandemic, and and then you know, to see how things played out. If only yeah. you had known, right? <laughs> Buy the right stocks. But let me let me put that out there too. I, I would be a liar, and I would be dis. I'm going to interrupt you here. I'm so sorry. I hate to be rude, but we only have a, like 18 minutes left with you before okay. um, you've got to jump on your lunch break. And I have so many questions, and I know that Tim answered them. So I want to challenge you a little bit here, if you're up for it. Yeah to do yep. maybe some rapid fire questions and Tim and I can sure. take and see if we can answer them in, you know, 30 to 45 seconds each. So okay. my first question for you that popped into my head, when you were in the library the first time and you heard that ear ringing, had you heard of electronic voice phenomenon before? Oh, yes. I mean, I've watched um, some of those ghost hunter shows from time to time, like Josh Gates and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So you thought to yourself, I'm going to record this. This could possibly be what's happening here. No, not at all. I had no clue that that was an EVP uh, experience. I mean, I was just an ear ringing, and I wanted to see if I could yeah. record, record this irritating signal, the sound, uh, just to see if, you know, that maybe I could, like, later analyze it and say, well, what is this about? But, yeah, I had no idea it was an EVP. Okay. Well, Tim, your turn. Go. <laughs> all right. Well, Gary, one thing that struck me about your story, and last night, CJ and I and Smitty, our other co-host, we were we interviewed the author, Jonathan Fink, and this term of synchronicity yeah. came up, and I thought it was fascinating that you were originally in the library reading A Christmas Carol, and I have to say I'm a big mm -hmm. Dickens fan, love A Christmas awesome. Carol, but... Jonathan Fink, the author, described synchronicity as the universe winking at you, which I thought was a very apt description of that term. You know, as you were sitting there reading a story about a man who is suddenly visited by all these different ghosts, did it feel like the universe was kind of <laughs> winking at you? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, in hindsight, can't appreciate anything in the moment you can only when you look back and say wow uh that makes sense now yes in hindsight i think that was uh that sense of humor the universe winking i think that was part of it uh, that, that 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 context where i'm reading a, a christmas classic uh and it deals with spirits you know uh I absolutely believe in synchronicity. Also, that's a good, if you're into the rock and roll, that's a good police album, Synchronicity. I don't know if you're familiar with that from the 80s. Synchronicity, check it out. 
Ah. Yes, we will. Um, so I was thinking a little bit about your reference to Horton Hears a Who. And yeah. in that story, nobody believes him and shun him and they make him out to be a crazy person. And in doing this show, I've met so many people that have had just really unique experiences and have seen ghosts or seen UFOs or and with so many stories out there, still there's a lot of skeptics. What's been the hardest thing for you? What's been the hardest experience in terms of people not believing you in, in what you've found? Well, the hardest thing is when you when you really, really know like, uh, and there's a difference between believe and know. I know this is true. I know this phenomenon has merit. To, it's worthy of investigation. But you have mainstream media and mainstream scientists who are unwilling to even consider it because it's considered fringe and because it challenges the fundamental paradigm in a, a scientific uh, method and stuff that, hey, there is no invisible realm that's interacting with us, and there certainly aren't sentient beings in the lifetime who can talk to us. So... So, I mean, I came up with the scientific um, approach to this is put me in what's considered a Faraday cage. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, where no electromagnetic signals can get in or out. So scientifically, there cannot be any interference. Right. Put me in there. Uh, the beings have already told me they will uh, pass this test. Uh, and and uh, then you can say, well, science, our understanding of science says this can't be what it is. Because if we're still getting voices from the ether where uh, there are no possibilities, we understand that an electromagnetic signal can get in or out, well, then we have a problem. So we have to adjust to the new paradigm. Mm. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of, and, and I've been thinking about this leading up to our interview with you, is we've seen this play out throughout our show, All Things Unexplained, and we recently interviewed a couple who operated mm. Crystal Mine in Arkansas, but they have uh, had continuous other paranormal experiences with UFOs, with Bigfoot, Josh Gates actually went out to their property and did an episode of Exhibition Unknown because of their encounters. But this notion arose of how people give off these certain frequencies or vibrations. The crystals give off certain frequencies or vibrations. And paranormal events seem to also be attuned to particular mm -hmm. frequencies mm -hmm. and vibrations and therefore certain people as well certain people seem to be followed around as it were or just in tune naturally with certain paranormal situations have you given any thought about you know this connection across the entire spectrum of paranormal activity and frequencies and and yeah, what you're picking I, I up have on? um i think when I when I have asked why me, and they say you're our favorite, which I take as manipulative on purpose, and I want to put that out there because um, uh -huh. I, I just I think that I, I'm just a regular guy. I'm no one special, you know. I'm certainly not a saint. I mean, I'm just a person who, whatever they've decided to to interact with. But yeah, the frequency. I think maybe the thing that maybe attracted them to me um, is I'm. To say, okay, um, I'm listening, even though it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I do believe orbs and, and crystal 
too, with the idea of frequency, uh, and 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 just yeah, um, uh, it's beyond words. But I, I don't believe, like I said, I don't believe some people say, "Oh, you're a medium. You're, you know, there's spirits that are working through you." And I said, I don't ever, ever. I've been asked. People have asked me to contact their son who committed suicide or something. I said, I don't do that. I said, I said, I'm not going to go there. I said, number one, I, I, that's not that's not what this is about. To me, um, it, all I'm saying is this table, these beings, according to our understanding of science, should not exist. Here they are interacting with me in live time. I have recordings that even the forensic analysts, this is their job. These scientists um, paid for by uh, a billionaire, uh, I'll say Bob Bigelow, okay? Yeah, one of his um, – you One million it. dollar so, prize. So, uh, it's all part of this whole thing, this whole package deal. But all I'm, like I said, at the end of the day, tell me why they're here and interacting with me. I'm still, and I'm still. It's a mystery. I think there's some frequency. There's something that I'm tuned into. Uh, maybe I'm, like I said, open-minded enough to accept it. And then when they said, "Hey, we, we want you to have this documentary," and they're down with it, and this is cool, and all the, and it's just like really, and and because they want. These beings know they exist. That's why I'm doing this right now. It's not because of money. I mean, it's about the message has to get out that we're not alone. And what that means, maybe I'm going to go one step beyond what a lot of people, maybe these aren't the celestial brothers and sisters come to save us and save mankind. Maybe that's that's the wrong idea of what they're about. Maybe they coexist here in a different dimension, a different realm, watching us. But maybe it's not all good either. Maybe it's an adversarial relationship at times where have they throughout history whispered on a subliminal level in people's ears, you know, leaders and stuff to cause war. These are these are big ideas that have to be – and um, they, their sense of humor at times can right. be uh, cruel, and that's where – I've called them out before. Um, it's just like that's not an – if it's going to be negative, it's going to be what I consider blasphemous or, or extreme negativity interact and that's when i get the apology um but there are other voices and i said each voice has a certain message a certain kind of message the little boy it's never accusatory ever so i mean that's as an interaction he calls me daddy that's crazy all right but but oh yeah and i think that's a fascinating theory gary you know ancient alien theorists will tell you that world leaders as far back as we can trace the existence of mankind have been influenced by otherworldly beings, whether it be voices or sightings or just uh, downright otherworldly beings in their presence telling them what to do. So, I, well, I think that's a fascinating theory. I saw where you had theorized that perhaps these have been here Correct. since time immemorial. And you know what? I yeah, think they, that's could just be, fascinating. they could be. I mean, even if they say they're alien, even if they say they're otherworldly. And again, I have these clips. Like I think I shared some of those with you already. So uh, the, let me ask you, Gary, yeah. real quick. Where can our listeners go to watch your documentary and hear some of these clips? And okay, can I we imagine, share some of them on our um, social media? Absolutely. Uh, look, there's no copyright. <laughs> absolutely. I want the, the most important thing is to get this message out. I've got it priced at two ninety nine. All right, for a reason. Uh, that's just to offset production on the next installment that I'm making, which is going to be a an in-depth 
and analysis. That's what we're going to. There's not going to be any artsy fartsy. The first one, if you want to watch it, it's got some. It's got a, a sprinkling of EVPs, like a treasure hunt. That you know, I never tell people what these EVPs are saying. You can go and try to figure it out. And it's kind of artistically done because I just wanted to. It has me two thirds of the cemetery that I used to work in when I was younger. I used to, you know, be a grave digger, a groundskeeper, um, right after college. Uh, yeah. So, but oh, you know, I never felt. What a college <laughs> yeah, I went to Millersville University, graduated in '91. But uh, you know, right after that, um, I, I went and it was the local cemetery, and I felt like you know, there's total peace there. Not once did I feel haunted or watched or anything weird. Um, and I've never been one to believe in hocus pocus stuff either. So, so I don't believe these are spiritual attachments that have come out of the cemetery. And, but I, I do the, a lot of the documentary in the cemetery on purpose because I want people to understand the gravity of what I'm putting on the table. We're not alone. We need to get to the bottom of what these beings, their agenda is, um, and why. Why mainstream you know, understanding in the world shuns away from this idea because this is um, important. I'm, I'm unimportant, but I still want the message. That's why if you go and you look up subterranean seance, and then uh, look up the, that with the word medium. I have a whole um, a whole compendium of all the the, you know, the the press I've received and all the you know the, the, the uh, links you can go to. And so you know subterranean seance and then the word medium. So two three words subterranean seance. Yeah, that will take. Oh great! Anybody who's interested and curious, they can go and then they can they can watch the documentary. Again, it's priced priced so that people can get the message. But yes. Um, Please share and please yeah. Uh, yeah, get the stuff, get the word out because it's important. All Things Unexplained will return in a moment. Hey, Unexplained Ones, this is Dr. Mouse. We would love for you to follow us and give us a five-star review. Check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. There you will find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Buy Me a Coffee, and Patreon. This podcast is made possible with support from listeners like you. We are also brought to you by Coma Toast Tacos, home of Squatching.com, where you'll find my Bigfoot-themed children's books. We appreciate you. Stay tuned for more from EVP pioneer Gary Arnold. Gary, one of your most profound quotes that I read, I really liked it. You said, the dawning truth is that we are not alone. Yes, that's it. That's it. And Simple. would you say, I mean, you said that you are the link, right? These these voices have chosen you. You are the link. Do you think no, they, they said that they, yeah, you're, you're not the me. link? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, what would you say is your takeaway for us, for our audience, for your audience that watches the documentary? What is the one thing that you would like people to take away from what these voices are sharing with you? Again, that central message, we are not alone in the universe. All right, that's it. And that's so important. Everything else, interpretation and all that, and are they tricking us? That's all something else. That's, that's, that's beyond the scope of the documentary. The documentary just puts on the table, hey, this, according to science, this shouldn't be there. Um, and today we have the technology. Unlike when EVPs were first being investigated, they didn't have the analytical software or the computer power to go in and waveform by waveform prove not you just you not just look at it as evidence but prove that something's this is legitimate and something's going on here 
that's beyond our understanding. That's where we are in this. Today's technology is, is open source software. You can go and you can do your own EVP um, you know, collection, go out there and record, and then use the computer stuff that's free to evaluate it, to analyze it. And the key to unlocking the EVP phenomena, the electronic voice phenomena, is amplification. Take these whispers, and you can amplify them for free. You can go to MP3 uh, Boost or whatever, and you can amplify them to where they're then audible instead of a whisper. Computers are able to do this you know, effortlessly, but we have to actually take you know, take time and do it independently on our own. But yeah, it's out there. And, and, and today, there's never been a better time than now with the technology that's readily available. People walk around with so much computing power in the palms of their hands if you have a smartphone. Now, of course, I don't have a smartphone, so, but, uh, but that $5 investment when my daughter was there at Rite Aid, I believe this is historic. Here I have the evidence, uh, more than compelling evidence that will sign, that will basically withstand any level of scientific scrutiny. This is legit. This is authentic. It's disturbing on one hand, but it's also like like everything. You got to look at it in you know, the right way and say, well, hey, one of these questions that's plagued humanity, that's you know bothered us, has been solved. We are not alone. We have so little time left, Great which is stuff. killing me because I feel like I could talk to you for days. Oh, I could talk for hours. So <laughs> I really could. I suppose we will have to um, all make sure to check out this documentary and the next documentary, and we can learn more. But I do have one last question. Sure. The um, irony that you would go to the library to get away from students is not lost on me. That's funny that there's no students <laughs> in the library. Um, but I suppose that on campus, your stories have certainly gotten out. Word has, I'm sure, spread about what you have discovered. Are there more students in the library now? <laughs> because of COVID, no. All right. Oh, that's that true. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Otherwise, I think you'd have yeah, yes. But but because of COVID, uh, we've only had a skeleton population here. No pun intended. And only a few students who actually had to sign on to all kinds of rules um, and their behavior. So we have you know just a skeleton population of students here, and that portion of the library is closed uh, because of COVID. So right. Uh, yeah. But I'm just Thanks. glad that uh, these these entities. Um, didn't stay in the library, and now I can interact with them everywhere. Uh, oh, so that I'm makes not it easier, I'm sure. anymore. <laughs> now, Gary, will you, will you stay in contact with us? Let us know how everything is going, and perhaps come back on the show when you get ready for the next documentary to get out there? Yes, absolutely. Look, I, I want, again, I, I take the big takeaway. I want to share, and that's the word, share this message with everyone because it's so important that it's not, it's not only a certain – Small group of people should know the truth. I've always hated elitism, where you have people who I all know a needs to know basis, like our government kind of hides stuff from us. You know, I want everyone to have access to the truth. So that's why, yes, please share, get the get the word out there. You know, put links in, in whatever you're going to post with the podcast. Put links to my stuff, and have then people can click on it and, and and check out the documentary and all the things that matter to get the word out. Because I'm working the grassroots up. That's where I'm at. On Monday, I have this interview coming up um, at a radio station that has, you know, in that area, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia, Southern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. It has 5 million people that theoretically could listen. Now, you know, how many will? Maybe 100, but I'm just saying. But, but the truth is I'm trying every platform to get this message out. So I'm appreciative. Thank you. 
Well, we are super appreciative of you coming on our show, All Things Unexplained. And once again, this has been Gary Arnold, and you can check out his documentary, Subterranean Seance, The Evidence Speaks. We would love to hear everybody's thoughts and feedback, and we will look forward to chatting with you again when your next documentary comes out. All right. That'll be later this year. Wonderful. Great, Gary. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a fascinating man. What a fascinating subject. Absolutely. Very fascinating. Like I said, I have thousands more questions. I wish we had more than a lunch break. Oh, yeah. Well, I guarantee that Gary Arnold will be back on the show with us at a future date. I'd like to say one thing in closing, CJ. This is just a cautionary tale to our listeners. Gary encouraged everyone to go out there and you know try to record these voices for yourselves and i think it's a great idea one of the things we've determined on this show is that the reason a lot of people don't have experiences of the paranormal kind is that they just don't look up from their cell phones so they might could actually use their electronic device for some good here to try to have these evp experiences but my cautionary tale is this gary mentioned early on in the interview that his priest told him he was conversing with angelic beings. Remember that, CJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, one interesting thing is there's a fella that has appeared on Coast to Coast AM over the years by the name of Lou Gentile. Lou Gentile, believe it or not, is a local union 322 HVAC mechanic by day and at night a paranormal investigator demonologist, musician, and talk show host. Oh, wow. Now, now, Lou Gentile's been featured on the Learning Channel, Discovery Channel, Unsolved Mysteries, lots of other places, but he had a gift for acquiring, obtaining EVPs. He used a Panasonic digital recorder, so I think it's something very similar to what Gary used. But... As I mentioned, Lou Gentile was a demonologist, so here's my cautionary tale to the listeners. There are a lot of doors in this universe that we don't know anything about, so be careful what doors you open up. If it is true, if it is possible that some of these voices are angelic beings, and it's possible, and I think Gary alluded to this when he talked about them being mischievous and sometimes vulgar, it's possible that the other side of the spectrum is out there too and that's an inter demonology and i don't know about you cj but i I don't really want to go out there and get too far into demonology (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and steer clear from that direction um though i do find what gary has been explaining to us very fascinating and um yeah just the more we learn on this show the more that there seems to be out there and I appreciate all of these people that are doing their best to explain the unexplained. That's right. Thanks for joining me today, CJ. Yeah, thank you. All right, make sure to hit those follow buttons. Check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. You'll find our Facebook there, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Patreon, our Buy Me a Coffee link. Let us hear from you. We'd love to hear your yes. thoughts. 
maybe we'll theories. share your story next. That's right. Got something to share. Got a story to tell. Let us know. CJ, have a great one. This has been All Things Unexplained.